What if there was a place where wanting it all meant getting it too? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails are swooping in to transport you to a seriously delicious paradise. They come at you with all the flavor you want and nothing you don't in margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito varieties. Plus, they're made with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Welcome to having your cake and eating it too. Head to capeline.com and find out where you can get your hands on the go-to drink of this summer. Welcome to Capeline. Celebrate responsibly 2019 Capeline Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. When hunger strikes, just remember this set of numbers, 90, 10, 1. 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of Protein One, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. Available in four tasty flavors that will help you kick your cravings. Try Protein One for your next snack emergency. They're available at all major retailers, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, and Amazon. And now let's batch. Let's make a Riga song. Let's make a Riga song. Oh, Riga, you've been so good to me. Uh. You're making me feel just like a man I can And I can't help myself Oh, Riga 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 There we go Bring me to church, boy Welcome to Bachelor Party, presented by Cape Line. I'm Juliette Littman. This is the Ringer Podcast Network. Today, I am joined by Bachelorologist Roger Sherman. Hi, Roger. Hey, I'm, is that my new job title? Bachelorologist. I like it. Is it not true? It it makes it seem like The Bachelor is a science, whereas in fact, it's just... Um, you treat it like a science. People being attracted to hot people and getting rid of everybody else. Why are you trying to get me to talk about Tyler so early in this podcast? Why, Roger? Look, it's, I like to imagine that there's some serious things happening in the show and that like we should be talking about what things mean and like that. No, it's just, it's just always hot people picking other hot people. You're forcing my hand. I was going to save it for later, but fine. We'll start with the Tyler top five because it was a great episode for Tyler C. Was it not? Yes. And, and I'm not sure if it counts, but my favorite Tyler moment of the episode was actually in the preview. Yes. Oh, in the preview. For next week. Oh, mine was in the credits bloopers reel. Oh, the dancing? The dancing, yes. Yeah, wow. Just, you know, every episode he gets better. I wasn't sold on him at the beginning, and he just, he just... Do I look uncomfortable? I I feel uncomfortable thinking about Tyler because I love him so much. There, I I think there's no air conditioning in here because it's a podcast space and we're all getting all... It's too, we're getting hot and bothered. Okay, we'll start with the Tyler Top 5. Like it's a sauna in Latvia. <laughs> a lot happened this week. We're in Riga, Latvia. I feel like I understand Kristaps Porzingis in a new way as a result, kind that's, of. That's that's everyone's only touchstone for Certainly. Latvia. What and, else do you know about Latvia? Um, there are other basketball players from there. There are, actually. My, they took a picture together recently. My father told me that one of my great, 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 great grand somethings was like a big rabbi in Latvia. Oh, cool. But I don't know if that's true because like basically you can make up anything about a great, great grandfather. But he picked Latvia, so it's got to mean something. The Eastern Bloc is just a mystery to me, but now I want to go. It it did its job? Yes, it did. Didn't it make you want to go to Latvia? So like the city looked cute. What? There was just And then they some... went into the countryside. And, and there's one point where on the first date with Garrett, 
She says, welcome to Latvia. And she spreads her arms out and they're just in a f- dead forest with no tree, with no like leaves or no this nothing is, in sight. And I was very dark. depressed. Did you happen to watch season one of The Handmaid's Tale? Um, I've seen I've seen parts of it. So Latvia reminded you of Gilead. It reminded me of the beginning when she's trying to run when Gilead is first being in like the hostile takeover. Uh-huh. And she's trying to run away and she's running through the forest or whatever. And that's what Latvia that's is what like. That's what Latvia looked like to me. But the city was nice. Riga, it was a nice city. It Riga was pretty. was lovely. Yeah. And it seemed like they interacted with nice people. They just were in the woods a lot. It led me to believe. That there's a lot of woods there. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about Garrett. We're going to talk about Luke, of course. <laughs> we'll talk about Pilot Peters and one-on-one. We'll certainly talk about Jed. But I teased it. You goaded me into it. I want to start with the Tyler Top 5. Let's just get it out of the way. I love Tyler. Where are you at on Tyler, Roger? I've been sold on him ever since his... Um, the Texas Forever moment oh. where he he he's not from Texas, no. but he gave the speech about running through the tunnel. Yeah. I've been sold on him ever since then. Um, we, and but, then the ringer made the Texas Forever video for yeah, him, which yeah. you saw. I've become a fan of him. He's low-key. I don't share the same attraction to him as, as you and Mallory do. But I like his style very much, and he's also you willing do? to— You do? His clothing style? No, like, like his way oh. of—he just sits— his, The way he is in the world. He just sits back, and he's like— very chill about things, but he's also willing to like sort of have like cutting lines at other people well, that are like yes. funny. Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting you say he's willing to sit back. We first are the first true impression we got of Tyler was when he was trying to get Cam to leave the group date or sort of like tell him that mm. it was not okay to do that. That was, and then he kind of disappeared for a while. Then he came back for his one on one, which was one of the greatest 20 minutes on television I've ever seen because he's so life. hot. Of just. my life, probably. Probably. And then he kind of receded into the background again. And he was just sort of, he did, gave a lot of like faces about Luke, but he wasn't really very vocal about Luke until this week. And that's why we got a lot of him because he started really intervening in the Luke situation. And I think he did it pretty well. But it's not like he's going to get up in someone's face. He'll just be like, and I can't do a Luke, uh, a Tyler impression, but he'll just be like, oh, now you're trying to be a big dog again. Yeah, exactly. He said, <laughs> he said that. Also, as Luke was like going on some spiel up on his high horse, Tyler was like, wait, so are, are you blaming him for talking about you? And then he forced Luke to basically lie and be like, no, I'm thanking him. Yeah, that and was it, good. That in was reference good. to Garrett, that was just so stupid. But the whole thing was just amazing. And I just want to run down. We mentioned a couple of them. Tyler's five best moments in this episode. The Tyler Top Five, which we'll be doing here on out on these on this podcast because I love Tyler so much. All right. Let, hit me with number five. Number five is when he bought her the flowers on the group date. Mm, yeah, in the market in Latvia. They were in a market in Latvia on this group and date. And somehow he snuck away and found flowers. Good call. Yes. I First of all, this doesn't seem like a great, great group date, which Tyler says later in the episode. It was chill. People could sort of walk around. There wasn't like some gimmicky game they had to play. There was no competition. Also, I don't know how much you've traveled internationally, but one of my favorite things to do when I travel internationally is go to an open-air market. Yes. We don't have enough of them here in America. Yeah, I I got good market vibes. It looked like there there was moonshine there, which I wasn't expecting. I also noticed in the background there was moonshine, there was pickles, there was cheese, and there was string cheese. Those are four things that she had exclaimed as they were walking through the market. I also noticed in the background that there was a sign for pho, and I was like, that's not a Latvian thing. Latvia, I don't think, is famous for their pho. No, but neither is America. We've got tons of it here. Yeah, okay. Immigration happens everywhere, okay? 
It looked like a great market. More it looked like I could, than you would have thought. I would love to go there and drink moonshine and eat pickles. <laughs> and then, of course, um, someone ate like the dried out fish. And every episode of the every season of The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they just can't help themselves. They have to go to like some market, and someone has to eat some food, and then they like ridicule them or like make a big fuss about them eating one. Yeah. Maybe like a local food. It's one of and my it, least favorite. Low-key offensive bachelorette tropes. And, like, sometimes it's, like, a actual, like, kind of food that could gross you out. Like, clearly it's not a food they eat there. Like, yeah. they'll be like, here's some bug that we don't eat. And then sometimes they're just, like, eating, like, regular food. And know, they're like, it's no! Rude. It's rude. Like, they, they could have gone for fun. It would have been great. I know. I don't care for it. But anyway, um, while they're in the market, somehow Tyler escapes. Not escapes. Leaves the group. Buys a bunch of flowers. A, a, literally a bunch. And brings it to Hannah. And... She's so into it. She just, like, gives him a hug. One thing that I've noticed about Hannah, she doesn't try to hold back, like, showing affection for one of the guys in front of the other guys. It's kind of hilarious to me. It's actually an interesting tactic, but that was that was the number five best thing Tyler did this episode. Yeah, normally they um, try to at least make everyone feel like they're on an equal footing, and that's no fun because clearly it sparked jealousy, which is, you know, the number one thing that's yeah. good about Absolutely. A show where someone dates 30 people. <laughs> um, number four. Luke is pissed that Hannah and Garrett, we'll talk about this, go on the um, naked bungee jumping date. Mm. And like Luke is going off about how her body's a temple and he doesn't want that for his future wife. It's really offensive. I believe I wrote in my notes, fuck Luke. Tyler, on the other hand, says, what I love about her is that she went for it. And I just was like, Tyler, you are a supportive, supportive feminist. I love it. Yeah, he spun it around on. And Luke had like seven like red flag lines of this episode. So really like, and Luke could probably learn from this, is if you're on this show, just try to do what he's not doing. Oh, yeah. And he still hasn't put up the switch in his head like, oh, everything I'm doing is upsetting everybody here. Luke's personal self-delusions are so strong, it's alarming. But like... I believe he believes he had some kind of shower moment with God. I think that he, I think that is real. That like out of the, the faucet came. God spoke to me and told me to stop being such a slut. Like I believe that Luke believed that because the way that he speaks and the fact that he just thinks what he's doing is like going to be effective with Hannah is so shocking that he has to really believe in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it really does seem to me like he's trying to say the things that she wants to hear. And he's been trying it all season long, and it's failed 100% of the time. But he keeps hitting at the same things. It was it, it was just wild. We'll come back to Luke, but let's keep going with the Tyler Top 5. Yes. Number ha- sorry for even putting Luke into this section of we'll come back. praise for Tyler. Number three, when Luke is, is upset about how the guys are like ruining his experience with Hannah by talking about how they don't like him. Tyler says, well, it's kind of a taste of your own medicine. And wait, shout out to Tyler just using that elementary school logic and rationale. I thought he, it was hilarious. He And he really did just sit there for a few weeks and like, and like stew on these lines. Yes, he did. Absolutely. Number two was when mid makeout, he says to her, I want to keep making you feel special. Tyler is there to please Hannah, and he's very clear about it. It's what he's interested in, and it's what he's going to do. There were and there were some prominent makeouts on this. Oh, like, yes. The, this this episode, the makeouts went horizontal. 
Yes, they did. Hannah loves to straddle. That's some, there um, were some serious um, straddles. A in major here. learning from this week is that Hannah loves to yes, straddle. Yes, she. There were multiple straddling. So Latvia is a country of Riga is a great place to straddle someone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a great place to fall in love. And finally, my top Tyler moment of this episode was when Jed, who is a far better like faux choir singer at the piano than he is a singer songwriter guitar guy was writing making up some song about Riga and they were like we're joking about being in church and Tyler was like running in place and like was just like really feeling the music and it was so funny and cute and it really showed off just how ugly and tight his white pants are and the important thing is that he seems to be doing the same things at all he's always Tyler Tyler is always Tyler Tyler's a- always Tyler ABT always be Tyler yeah if only Cam had known if only, if only Cam had known not to ABC but to ABT you know what I liked about the the Latvia song that he sang clearly none of them knew anything about they had no facts about like, Latvia for the entire episode they just kept going like Riga and like normally they do that in the first five minutes of the episode and then they come up with other things they know about the place and it never clicked. At least it wasn't as dumb as when Colton was in Singapore and he was like, <laughs> they've got lights, they've got the buildings. buildings. <laughs> At least it wasn't as bad as that. But yeah, they, they don't know anything about Riga. They probably didn't learn anything about Riga and they probably don't care. Yeah, that's that's The Bachelor going to very exotic places and learning nothing exactly okay that's the tyler top five except about straddling the new top segment of bachelor party podcasts um let's see how long i can stretch the the tyler top five perhaps it'll be like forever like every season regardless of what who the lead is we'll be talking about tyler (laughs) well i mean yeah this week in tyler regardless of him being on the bachelor or the bachelorette or bachelor in paradise are there signs that he's how far is he going and how what further opportunities are there for him? The biggest sign that he goes far is we see them making out standing in um, like really blue water. And right now they're in like very, very gray water. Very they're in a cold, gray water location. Eastern block Europe. So they either they at least go to Jupiter, Florida, where he's from. And perhaps he even makes it to Greece. I don't know. Yeah, he's going far. He's going and far. and he clearly got the group rose date. At this stage in the game, getting a group rose date means a lot. Because Often the guys who are like front runners are on those group dates because they yes. they just can't give a one on one to the same guy every. It's kind week. of like a draft and stash situation, mm. you know, with like mm. in in episode like two or three when they have to keep you around, but they just want to stash you on a group date. But this is actually meaningful time because there aren't that many guys. There are only five guys on it. Tyler and I feel like you were the first person who like pointed Tyler out to me as like a contender this season, like early <sighs> on. He was he was sort of in the background at first. I know. Now he's come out and he's just shining. He's been posting on Instagram from the Upper West Side a lot. Like he went to Levan Bakery. What do you think that means? I think that means he's taunting me. Do you know that I'm from the Upper West Side? Uh, And he's just like. Do you know that I spend a lot of time at my parents' place on the Upper West Side? And you like could be there at any moment running into Tyler. I don't know. It just feels like a He doesn't seem like a New York guy. No, not at all. He doesn't seem, and like, honestly, I I was surprised at him being from Florida and specifically like Jupiter, Florida, I think it is. That's where Bob Craft had the famous massage, yes. Yeah, that's like. um, Near Palm Beach. Yeah. Towards the Miami area, but sort of a little bit. Where you have family. Yes, yes. I I was surprised because the first like seven times I saw him this season, I was like, this guy has a Southern accent. And well, do you think people, he's putting on the Southern accent? Well, we discussed this last week with Lauren, and Kevin Clark once wrote about this for The Ringer. Is Florida the South? It's a time-old question. Okay, but there's a there's a difference between that debate and him actually like slightly affecting a more S- Hannah-specific accent. Some people I know—first of all, 
First of all, some people I know from Florida do have like a southern accent like that. I swear. From from Jupiter, Florida. Not from, from Jupiter, from, but from more like central and like Panhandle, Florida. Right. That's yeah. more more common to be southern. Like, yeah. Southern. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, not from Jupiter. You're right. But then the other thing is. If you're used to hearing that kind of accent and you have been around a lot and you went to Wake Forest, which is in the South, mm-hmm. when you're around people who sound that way, sometimes you just pick it up when you're around them. Like it's when you're around an English person, like instead of saying, hey, do you want some water? You'll be like, would you like some water? You know, that kind of thing where it's not, it's it's like an inflection. Can it's I not an accent. Can I hear that again? No, let's keep it moving. I didn't detect any British in there. You did? I think you're not, <laughs> I think you're, you're hurting Tyler's case here. <laughs> Oh my God, whatever. Defend Tyler at all costs. I agree it's weird he's spending time in New York. Does not seem like a New York guy, but that's why Tyler's so great. He is adaptable. He can go outside he of his comfort zone. He loves to learn. Zone. Yes, he can go out, he can let his fall, walls fall down and go he, outside of his comfort zone. He can dance in Latvia. He can dance in Latvia. It was just fantastic. That's what you're looking for, a Latvian dancer. And then their makeout was pretty hot. It was pretty good. I, as we've already discussed, he's, the word straddling came up. Yeah, that was the first straddle of the episode. He's still, is that correct? Who got the first one? I want Garrett. I don't think she straddled Garrett. No straddling. No straddling. There. So Garrett can't win. I've already criticized Garrett's kissing. Garrett's a Garrett, subpar kisser. He and, pulls back. And she didn't straddle him. So there's just there's just no way. She straddled uh, Pilot, Pilot Pete, Pete, Jed. She was lying down in bed with Jed and she got, she yes, got she, out. There was a, it, was, it was actually like a lot a of move. extra motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, <laughs> she kind of like backed away. And then straddled him, but like, she could have done it in just one motion, but she kind of turned it into three. Well, first of all, he had the guitar on the bed. And she had to move the guitar. She was like, that was really nice, and you're so fine. And then she straddled him. It was really, it was very funny. She's really attracted to Jed. Yeah, and I, first of all, so we've already talked about how he's maybe not that great at singing. Jed? His song that he sang, he ran it back. What ha- so, um... He, he tried to hit the falsetto in the, in the pageant well, earlier, and that yes. was a bad look. And then he... he Ran that song back. He he pulls a, a say anything and he plays his song outside of her window. And the song is like "I'll be your Mister Right" or whatever. And mm. that song sucks. Like it, I hope to never hear it ever again. And we've already heard it like three times on this season. Really brutal. And this is now coming on the heels of a Jed telling Hannah he wanted to be on the show to boost his career, boost his music career. Yeah. And then are you up on what happened last week with his ex girlfriend coming out? I, you know, I like to imagine that The Bachelor is a uh, self-contained universe, but yes, I'm aware that Jed has maybe a, a girlfriend IRL. Um, when I used to do a podcast with David Jacoby, we used to call it a GBH, a girl back home. Mm. Jed had a GBH, and he omitted that information, but this week was really tough to watch Jed. He just came off like a super dirtbag because we know he's there to promote his music career, or at least that was his initial intention. Perhaps it's changed. And he... He takes the opportunity to play a lot of music. We see him, you know, there's like three scenes. At all times. He's yes. he's playing piano. He's bringing the guitar. I will say he's way better singing with the piano than he is with the guitar. He's more of an Elton John, less of a John Mayer. I'm still mad at Demi for not catching the that he had a, a GBH, as you said. I know. Like, what was she doing if she didn't catch that? Truly disappointing work from the number one bachelorette detective of I guess this I season. I guess no one told her in her DMs or whatever. But seriously, like, Jed was commenting on that woman's Instagram. Didn't seem that hard to figure it out. I go through who, pe- who people follow a lot, and that would probably would have been a, a good indicator. And he, she should have done that. Huge mistake. But this was very rough watching Jed, but he was on the straddle list. He was the second straddle. It went Tyler, then Jed, and then Peter. I was happy for Peter to get a get a straddle situation in me, there. Me too. Let's talk about Peter's one-on-one. We'll eventually get to Garrett. We'll come back to Luke. But first, let's talk about today's sponsors. 
better way to celebrate Hannah B's journey to find love than with something delightfully bubbly? New Cape Line sparkling cocktails have all the flavor you want and nothing you don't. Discover the margarita, hard strawberry lemonade, and blackberry mojito of your dreams with just six simple ingredients and nothing artificial. Go to capeline.com and find out where to buy a six or 12 pack of these beauties. Get them in your fridge and get ready to open a can of having it all. Welcome to Cape Line. Celebrate responsibly. 2019 Cape Line Beverages, Memphis, Tennessee. Kendra Scott has the jewelry you've been searching for with high style, quality gifts at an affordable price. Like a personal charm necklace or a pair of on-trend earrings, a classic pendant, or something customized just for you, Kendra Scott has it all. They even have a great selection of gifts under $100. Do you need help? Visit your local Kendra Scott store and their friendly staff will work with you to pick out the perfect gift to suit your style. Or if you're shopping online, they have free shipping and free returns and free gift wrapping. I have a pair of Kendra Scott earrings in my office right now that I just received and I got a genuine huge compliment on them earlier today. If you want to get these, use the code BACHELOR for 20% off your purchase of any full-price fashion jewelry at KendraScott.com or mention the code BACHELOR in any Kendra Scott store. That's code BACHELOR, B-A-C-H-E-L-O-R, at KendraScott.com for 20% off your purchase, and it's valid until 9-1. That's September 1st. Let's talk about Pilot Peter. I just want to call him Pilot Pete, but he goes by Peter. Yeah, Pilot Pete sounds much better. It's like Mayor Pete, Pilot Pete. I've been going Pilot Peter, I think. I've been saying Pilot Pete, but now I respect. Now I feel like I really know Pete because he finally got a one-on-one. And I think of all the guys, she is the most attracted to Peter. I just think she's really, really, like, just sexually into him. But I'm not sure there's a lot else there, which she kind of made clear. Because she was like, we have an amazing physical connection, but tonight I really need to find out if there's something more to it. And then at the end she was like, yeah, I found it, but nah. You know you know how Jed is always playing music? Yeah. Pilot Pete is also always talking about being a pilot. Being a pilot. Well, I like a career-driven man, so I don't, I don't hold that against him. Yeah, but I, I think he was playing. I, there was one point where she said, I think your job is really fascinating and super hot, but we should also talk about things besides <laughs> you being a pilot. Because he, 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 they were having a conversation. She was sitting down and talking to him about uh, whatever it is they were talking about. He was like, well, let me tell you, uh, every time I'm in the air, I have people's lives in my hands. You know, just FYI. And he was like, yeah, I need to tell you something. And then what did he tell her? Like, what was his reveal? He was like, yeah, like she was asking about like his previous girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, it didn't work out. I found out that his grandma spoke to him in Spanish, and he spoke to her in Spanish. Did your grandma she, speak to you in Spanish? My, uh, yes, my grandparents would speak to me in Spanish. So you, did you feel some kind of kinship with Pilot Pete? Um, not really, because like I never spoke back to them in Spanish because I didn't I speak Spanish that well. Like I don't have any like good like uh like sayings. Sure. That I've learned. Sure. Just uh, very basic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're having a hard time explaining what happened to Pete because we didn't really find out. Pete didn't really say much. There's clearly not a lot of there there between Hannah and Peter. You know, he's got the pilot thing going for him and we keep calling him Pilot Peter because he can't just be regular Peter. Peter would be way too generic. Peter is this season's Hannah G, like hands down. They both get the kind of like massage spa date, Hannah, uh, Hannah G and Peter. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton to them, but they're really well liked. And then there's like this ridiculous like physical chemistry between them that it just seems like how do you not pick this guy or girl? And then 
there's just no actual conversation. Yeah, there's no any. conversation. Like they're so into each other. They were the cl- they seem the closest to having sex of any of the people that she straddled. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it happened and we didn't see it. Although she Hannah did say on her Instagram that she had her underwear on for this entire episode, which was in reference to her and Garrett naked bungee jumping. But still. She says that she kept her underwear on the whole time. But they seem the closest to having sex. Like, their chemistry was ridiculous. And they're, like, in a sauna, which could not have been as hot as some saunas, like, here in America. Because I feel like it just would have been What's unbearable. Your, why are you judging Latvian saunas? What's your— I just why, feel like it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't as hot as some well, saunas. Well, you know what? I kept thinking about— It would have been comfortable to lie down if it was. How—first of all, yes. Uh, also, like, how do you film in a—I feel like the camera would be getting all— you know, steamy up with not only the steam of their passionate straddling, yeah. but also the fact that it's filled with steam because it's a sauna. Yeah, it, it's a good question. Like, how do they keep it? Cla- so, do they have like some kind of special sauna infrared? Like, how does that work? I was, okay, I, I get to get the sauna skepticism, but how do you feel about the sauna as a date? Because I feel like they're basically just telling you to get naked and like touch each other. Well, do you feel better or worse about that or the make naked bungee jumping? Well, definitely that is better than the naked bungee jumping. The naked bungee jumping was not a like romantic thing at all. That seemed painful. Like a lot of like rubbing and weirdness. I I don't want the harness from any safety device to be directly (laughs) on my skin. Least of all, like I don't want it to be on like my like thigh if there's nothing there. And hypothetically, there could have been a strap in. God knows. Yeah, in the uh, nether regions. We don't know because there's a big black. Yeah, we have no, we have no way of There's knowing. a big black box over it because ABC brought back the black box. I always love when they, it's a, it's a great bachelor running gag. Second of the season. They behind had the kilts. They had it in the kilts. Yeah, the kilts. No, that seemed horrible. And also just, it was clearly below freezing and they were naked. And I mean, first of all, that's physically uncomfortable. Second of all, penis jokes. And the <laughs> sauna thing is just much better. I'd rather be too hot outdoors than too hot indoors naked and too cold outdoors naked. I mean a little bit more morally. As I was watching the bungee jumping, Jade, not to be a Luke, like Hannah can choose to do whatever she wants. But I just feel like from production, I guess it's, they could have said no. And Hannah very much says like, I went for it. I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's like a little weird to be like, here, you and this person, you guys don't really know each other that well, but you're going to like get naked and bungee jump together. And I feel like it just is like a... I don't know. It just it struck me as a little bit gross for this to be like TV, a TV show telling them to do it. You're also but, hanging upside down with them for and bonded to them yes. for like a unnatural amount of it time. It just struck me as like not appropriate. And I don't mean that in a Luke way. And I also like if I met Garrett, I wouldn't be like, I cannot date you because you your body your has body touched is, another woman's. Your body is a unconsecrated garbage yeah, filth. Exactly. But I just thought it was like kind of a weird thing for the show to do. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm prude, but it just struck me as like kind of uncomfortable. I'm also just skeptical about the idea of it being like a tra- deep tradition. Yeah, did you Google lot. this? So Hannah says on the show <laughs> that it's tradition. Of course I did. What do you think? I know, I'm that's your bachelorologist. Yeah. Hannah says on the show that it is a tradition in Latvia for couples to bungee jump naked together. There's is that like true? There's like a video from 2014 where a bunch of people went bungee jumping almost nude on Valentine's Day wearing like wearing like skinny underwear but like no penises so far as I could tell right and okay good she's wearing underwear we don't know I, about him I, I assume he I presume he is too yeah but they said the Latvian guy that they saw had their there was a real ding dong was her direct <laughs> all of her terminology is really funny she kept saying butt naked like 
as to refer to like being like seriously, they were butt naked and just in general. And then on her Instagram, she said, um, my, uh, what, what did she say? My box. I forget. Like that didn't touch anyone else's like, like, box. but let me pull it up. Hold she on also said, butt ass naked, yes. which I thought was like a little, like, I guess the ass there is an adjective. <laughs> it's not a second word for butt. I, I really like butt ass naked. You're right. This is what she said. I have a spoiler of my own. During this episode, I always had my underwear on. My no no square touched nobody else's no no square. No no square. No no square. That's what she said. <laughs> Pretty I, funny. That's yeah. Um, I'm not. I wasn't up on no no square. Me neither. Hadn't heard that one. You know, I, I also find that she manages to. Um, she gives a good shoot. Yeah. Like I don't think in her daily life she goes her around sits. saying shoot. Oh, interesting. Because she, she definitely, might. when she's mad on this show, she curses. But yeah. when she's just being like a good old person on a date and not like, not furious at someone, she drops a big shoot. Hannah being enraged is just a great look. I love it when she's mad. It's always good. I mean, thank God Luke's there to infuriate her at all times. Great, great TV. We keep jumping between these two dates, no pun intended, but let's go back to Peter for a second. So we, we learned very little about him. He like has been through a breakup. He flies planes. And, like, that's basically it. Like, did we learn anything else about him? Pilot Pete. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah, like, there's just, there's not a lot there. And, like, that's okay. I am I like Pilot Pete a lot, and I think he's adorable. She obviously is, like, super attracted to him. But there's just not a lot going on. Just not a lot that we're aware of. I, I don't think he's our winner. No, I don't think so either. I really don't. I could see him flying down to paradise, though. Ooh, Pilot Pete. What about his bachelor? You know something? Actually, I think that's the ideal scenario because he's he's also very much uh, a blank slate, mm-hmm. and bachelors are good as I agree as blank slates where you just sit there and a bunch of other people fight over you and you come in and smile and you're handsome and he, you don't really do anything. He reminds me a lot of a Ben Higgins when he was on the Bachelor. I, not I, I as honest- I know him now. But, like, the guy that we first met on Caitlyn's season reminds me a lot of him. I also, the similar facial yes. structure. Yes, that totally. He's got the mini stash, yes. which I think Ben had at certain Sometimes, points. Sometimes, yeah. He, so he's he's definitely Higgins light. Yeah. And Ben was totally, like, just happy to be here. Also had a good connection with Caitlyn. He definitely reminds me of him. I think Peter would be a good bachelor. Also, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm a fan, as is Hannah. But there's just, there's not a lot going on. But. He's not even a part of the fighting. But. Yes, he always sits back in the fighting. Yeah. And I, I think that's that's honestly a positive trait. It's not something that you necessarily want if you were as like your favorite person on the show. It's maybe not something you'd like to be in a relationship with. But someone who just sits back and lets people talk at them is an ideal Bachelor trait. It's really true. And then like can also talk to the camera, which he can. He's he's good at it. Peter for Bachelor. Yeah, he can like he he does his little intercom chat. Yeah, it, exactly. I get the same vibe as if he's like telling you that you've reached thirty five thousand feet when he's looking at the camera. Totally. Back to Garrett for a moment, for a few moments, in fact. Golf and Garrett. Golf and Garrett. Garrett thought he was put on this earth to be a football player, and it was it was not to be the case. But that's not what I want to talk about. Garrett. I think, is our first sneakerhead in the history of the Bachelorette franchise. Ah. Garrett was walking the streets of Riga, Latvia, wearing Jordan 11s, and it caught my eye. And I was like, does anyone else ever wear, like, flashy Jordans like this? And not that I can think of. Well, I mean, just logistically, if you're going to be flying around the world for two months with, like, 
how much suitcase space do you have to bring with you 11 pairs of your favorite sneakers? Not a lot. Because no. you've also got to have suits for all the dates. Yeah, I know. So it's so, so much luggage. And the, you had you not seen this, the Jordans, on any previous episode? I didn't notice it last week when they sh- initially showed them walking down the street. So I think it, I, I probably just missed it. I probably <laughs> just too- snuck into one of Riga's famous sneaker yeah. shops. And <laughs> I once bought a pair of Air Max 97s before they were reissued in Barcelona. So I, I relate. Yeah, in two thousand four, no, he found that heat in uh in the Baltic states. I, I don't know. No, I didn't. I didn't notice that. He, but does he give off sneakerhead vibes to you in any other way? No, he doesn't. But it was int- It was fascinating. No, I mean, I, I got very like polo shirt golf vibes from him. He's just see. He's an interesting character. He's like total Southern bro. Yeah, he seems to me like he would wear the same shirt like walking to a restaurant. Uh, golfing and also tailgating with his friends. Yes, absolutely. Same exact outfit. Absolutely. And like no one's ever been more born to be in a fraternity than Garrett. Yeah. Super frat bro. Well, no, he was born to play football, and then the, born to be in a fraternity. Goes hand in hand, you know? They, they go together. Um, I, I like Garrett more this week than I ever have before, despite the fact that he... His date did not have there's not a lot of hardship for him to share. Not much really going on there. <laughs> born to be a bro, born that to, was his biggest. Born to be a bro, just not play football. That's Baby fine. You were born to bro. <laughs> yeah, but I, I would say I like him more in general. Uh, you know what I think is a pivotal twist for both him and Tyler. What we've talked about, both of them kind of got into little spats yes, with, uh, with Luke. With Luke, and I think. Over the course of the season, Luke went from, like, being an existential threat to these guys. Like, we need to shout him down. We need to put him in his place. To now Garrett and Tyler are kind of just laughing at him. Yeah. They're just like, sort of like, whatever, man. You're, it's, he, he was clearly the front runner early in the season. Like, and for a week. Like for, for a week. But, like, he still clearly had this, like, connection with her. And it was causing her all this angst. And they're like, you're messing up our chances with Hannah. You're, like, ruining her emotions so he can't, like, have good connections with her because, like, she's too flustered on the dates. And now it's just, like, the, he's he's a joke to them. And he, he really is. And they're just sort of irritated by him more than anything else. And once you're, like, one of those guys who's actually kind of one of the front runners on the show and you've had that one-on-one and you've seen that there's that actual, like— when there's a real chemistry there, and what, like, what what it's like when she indicates that she's into you. You're you're a little bit less like convinced that this meathead bro is just taking your I know. He's he's not a real contender. They must have been really confounded by the rose ceremony though. I, I wonder if they could hear what, what when, she said. But when, when Garrett, let's let's wait one second. First, let's talk about ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash bachelor. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com bachelor. That's ZipRecruiter.com bachelor. It's the smartest way to hire. And once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com bachelor. All right, Roger. Hannah... Doesn't want to have a cocktail party for the third week in a row because she's so annoyed with Luke. 
She does, however, pull Luke aside because at the at a cocktail party at the group date, he confronts her, saying that he's disappointed that she did the naked bungee jumping with with uh, Garrett. In fact, she says to him, "Excuse me." He says to her, "I need to tell you something, and you're not going to like it." And I didn't know for sure it was going to be him expressing his distrust or his uh, dismay, but it could have been a lot of things. Like other people, it could have been like, "Oh, I." don't know if I want to be here or I have a girlfriend or it could have been like so many things, but then he launches into like blaming her for choosing to, you know, be close in physical proximity with her flesh to someone else, some other guy. And for some reason she didn't dismiss him on the spot. Like what the fuck, Hannah? I thought I could trust you with this kind of thing. I, I, do you think she still likes him or just is keeping him around? Cause well, like- at the end of the episode, she whispers to him, there's good inside of you. I know that. <laughs> And that's really weird. It There must be a connection to them that we're just simply not seeing. Because prior to that, she fights with him. She confronts him about how she was unhappy with what he said to her. You know how you said, I feel like he was in the shower and like God came to him and talked to him through the shower? Yeah. I feel like he felt the same thing when he saw Hannah on TV. And he's just assumed that they're going to get married the whole time. And he's like, you can't talk to another person. You can't. He seems like the kind of guy who things have like largely worked out for. And so he's so confused by by them not working out right now. Yeah. I mean, it does suck that like God got in the way of all the sex he was having. That was a real struggle for him. But other than that, it's been pretty chill. Regarding Luke, Tyler says something really important in the teaser for next week. He refers to Luke as a five foot eight villain. Mm, Yes. This line shook me to my core. Why is that? I was unaware that he was five foot eight. Are we sure he's five foot eight? I'm guessing Tyler lopped off a few inches. I was going to go with five ten. I think I've said that before. But, you know, it was one of these things like when the coffee cup falls in the usual suspects where I went back and looked and it turned out in all the shots, (laughs) he's, he's much shorter than... He's much shorter than every single other person on the show, and I hadn't realized it all season long. I think she kind of has a tall cast. I just want to throw that out there. Because Connor 6'6", as I've brought up so every many times. Every cast is tall. They're, they're, it's the bad, they don't allow people under 5'8 on the show. I know, but like, no, that's not true. That's not true. I think that like Jake Pavelko is short. I think in particular she has a tall cast because Connor's not like towering over guys. He's sort of just like on the taller end. But if they were like a normal size, like, you know, like five ten to six foot one group of dudes, then he would seem a lot taller. So like, he's five ten and the average height is like six three and therefore six one, six two. Mike is really tall too. We know Tyler's tall, Peter's tall. There's a lot there's a lot of like six three and over guys on this season. So I I, I don't know. If, I feel sorry for Luke. He's also probably not used to being the shortest guy because he's not that short. He's strong. He has muscles. He can pick up six one people and throw them to the ground, as he did with the other Luke, who is much taller than him. And I didn't realize it I at know. the time. I, Luke, Luke just sucks so much. Are you bored of him? Um, a little bit. It isn't like I'm. I find myself like kind of intrigued by his inability to turn it off. I know. Like, it's like he. That's like, why I think he believes this shit. I'm also entertained watching him talk because he's so bad at talking. You know, like his his metaphor with the lanes where he was like I, I'm I was in my lane I was just looking out, Look the, out the window, window. at something in the other lane and it actually like kind of upset me because what I do here is I wait for people on the bachelor to say dumb things and then I go in and say oh I'm smarter than this person on the bachelor this was actually a dumb thing to say I'm a but then during the episode the other guys were like 
you realize if you're looking out the window of a car, you will not stay in the lane and you will swerve. And I was like, damn it. I was going to say that in my recap. You guys took it from me. And you, 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 I liked when someone I, brought up the metaphor, the extended metaphor that he gave. And Luke was like, oh, you heard about my metaphor? From he was like, oh, you, you heard about my great wordplay and analogies? That God. was really funny to me. Yeah, he thought he was really running the metaphor game. And then later he said that our relationship is finally on the right train track, which I thought got him out of the lane metaphor. Right, he's moved on to different transportation. And then he said he was going to spend the rest of the show in a hallway, just going straight. So his his like analogy game right now is just... Maybe he just took the SAT recently. <laughs> yeah, he just... <laughs> yeah, he, he, it's popping off right now for him in the the poetic imagery game. And I, unfortunately, not with Hannah. Uh, he's not doing that well in that department. He's just getting metaphors out here. I also really like how he only has like really like one suit. He's been wearing it a lot. It's the like pink suit, or is it? It's a suit that's like kind of like checkered or I whatever. Think he's has got like, the like a blue suit with yes. a pink shirt underneath. Yes, and it has like the like boxes on it, or whatever. I don't, I don't know what that kind of pattern is called but he's been wearing it a lot it's, it does not look good but like Luke so would have like one really sharp suit that he just wears over and over and thinks is a good idea and other guys are out here showing off their Jordan 11s in week 6 I know week 6 they Meanwhile, did. and Dylan in that Burberry scarf we lost Dylan this week I'm bummed mm. about it I'm bummed Dylan and Garrett are so much more stylish than everyone else then there's Mike and then after that, it's a huge gulf. There's like literally everyone else. Without Dylan, it's going to be that much harder for them to make Luke look tall. I know. I know because Dylan was the other kind of like shortish guy who was still left. <laughs> he's probably like 5'11". On the show, yeah. he looks like he's 5'4". We lost Dylan and Dustin. I think his name is Dustin. Is it Dustin? Hey, did he do is anything it ever? Kinda? It was Dustin. Yeah, it was okay. definitely Dustin. This is the, the week that he left, I learned his name. I thought it was Justin for a long time. Uh, I feel like there was one point where... Great nose ring. Maybe the best nose ring I've ever seen. I, yeah. I'm not a huge nose ring fan. Really deep run for a nose ring on it The looked, Bachelorette. It looked really good. Like, he, I think he's really handsome. You don't see a lot of uh, piercings go deep on the Bachelorette. <laughs> you don't. They don't. They're not looking for like an alt type or someone who thinks for themselves. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen any gauges, any ear gauges. <laughs> gauges that would never be allowed on the show. I mean, who could even imagine that? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Kaya counted up the Chris Harrison TRT, his total runtime. Yeah, he was. Would you like to guess? So hold on. When was he in the? He came in to say there was no rose ceremony. Yes. And otherwise, the rose ceremony is his primary time on screen. No, there was no cocktail party. There was a rose Sorry, party. sorry, sorry. Did you notice that? This have, You probably haven't watched The Bold Type, which is a show about media, essentially, on, on Freeform for women. Anyway, they always refer to – it's these people who work at a, at a magazine, and they refer to digital as the dot-com. Like, oh, I work for the dot-com, mm -hmm. which in the, the inclusion of the kills me every time. Chris Harrison did the opposite. He goes in to see the guys when they're fighting and interrupts them. And he tells them, Hannah's decided tonight she doesn't want to have a cocktail party and she wants to go straight to Rose Ceremony. Oh. No, the. And he kept saying, I'll see you at Rose Ceremony. No cocktail party, just Rose Ceremony. See you at Rose Ceremony. He dropped the. He could have gotten a few more seconds if he'd said the. He's not in it for screen time. I'm guessing Are you I would saying say. He's in it for the right reasons? Yeah, of course. And, you know, money. I'm saying. Uh, minute 40. Way less. 43 seconds. 43 seconds. Wow. 43 seconds for our, for our man, Chris Harrison. But, you know. What do you think Chris Harrison 
I was doing for a week in Riga, Latvia. What does anybody do for a week in Riga, Latvia? If I we were, haven't found out. We don't what know. You do. since, he, since they banished them to the woods, a lot of sauna time, a lot of nude bungee jumping. It's a tradition. There. Perhaps they went to like he went to a different location or something. I mean, yeah, uh, he. There are other countries nearby. There are. Yeah, there's plenty of other countries in the Eastern Bloc. So I'm just saying he could have gone to one of them. Well, you or know something. what? This if this show really wants me to convince me to go to places, like. Yeah. And that's the point. Like, like the tourism board of Latvia calls them up and is like, we want people to go to Latvia, bring the bachelorette here. If they really wanted to convince me to travel places, they would tell me what Chris Harrison was doing during those six days. I know, or like a, a, a digital bonus extra of like, like golfing with Chris Harrison just, in Riga. Just prove to me he did more than fly in, come in and say, we're going straight to Rose and There's, then fly straight back. Straight to Rose, no the... It's yeah. like Jan Levinson Gould, no gold. He couldn't even stay in Amst- uh, in he's in Amsterdam next, next week. week. That's 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 dope. Going to Amsterdam, I've always wanted boom, to go. Boom. Oh, nice! I didn't even think of that. But it's legal here too. Thank you. I know. Who needs Amsterdam now? But yeah, it it, it seemed great. I was sad to lose Dylan. He was kind of a good adornment to this show. Yeah, you've got to have one tech bro. In like the archetypes of hot 2019 guy, yeah. tech bro is like sort of, you know, fifth or sixth sure. on the list. You got to have one in there that stays. It's becoming a staple of the show, though. They have to have like one every time, mm-hmm. essentially. And, you know, when they just put tech entrepreneur next to a guy's name, you have no idea if that's <laughs> actually successful. true or if it's just someone who had like a startup that went bust and they still somehow have money. Who knows? We don't. We don't. He didn't even work for Venmo, like John. We didn't get. Did we get any details about Dylan? No. None. Or Dustin? None. But spoiler alert: Dylan's in paradise. Hopefully, we'll, we'll learn more. Now we can say because he's off the show, so it's yeah, fine. That's it's true. fine. No big deal. I hope he had a great time in paradise, Roger. I've had a great time with you. Thank you so much. Um, Segway game. Thank you to Tyler C for just being alive and being in my life. And of course, thank you to all of our sponsors, including General Mills. When hunger strikes, just remember the set of numbers, 90, 10, 1, 90 calories, 10 grams of protein, 1 gram of sugar. These are the numbers of a protein one, a bar that fills you up without loading you up. It's available in four tasty flavors that will help kick your cravings. Try protein one for your next snack emergency. They're available at all major retailers, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, and Amazon. I'll be back on Thursday. Talk to you then.